The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? So we're drinking a new drink. Yes. It's called the Punti Negroni. Yeah. And so this is basically three ounces of booze. It's an ounce of gin, an ounce of sweet vermouth, and an ounce of Punta Mesca. Ooh. And, you know, I poured them into an ice tin and I gave them a little shake to cool it down. Not too much, not to mm-hmm. overwater it. Right. And then poured it over an ice bulb. Oh, so it's nice and cold. Which that, is that's perfect. Nice and cold. This is an aperitif. So an aperitif, it's dark, it looks like coffee. It does look... That doesn't smell particularly interesting. But that is delicious. That's so delicious. And it's... Oh, do you see the gleeking? Yeah. Gleeking. I'm gleeking right now. I'm like slobbering in my mouth. That is perfect for pre-dinner. Yeah. Of all of the Negronis we've tried, and I like them all. I do like them I think this is the best one we've tried. This is the smoothest because a lot of times Negronis are made with Campari. Yeah. And it is bitter. It's supposed to create the palate. It does. I love Campari, no diss on it. Yeah. However, it often is sharp Campari, and then you get the rest of the flavors. Right. This one's actually balanced. It's like more balanced, yeah. Yeah, this is I think, excellent. I think it might be a new secret ingredient. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well done on this you one. You had it in another drink we had recently that was really good. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking it might be one of those hidden liquors that we didn't hidden know about. Gems. yeah. Like Dom Benedictine. Yeah, so, hey, maybe. hey. You never know. What happens if you add this to Don Benedict? Oh, I don't know. Let's try. (laughs) The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at Slub, S-L-U-B-B, dash usa.com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at weminder.app. Story of O, chapter three, part nine, our part nine. And at this point, O has been branded. She's been marked with a chain a piercing piercing to, to her, her left, left la- lobe her left labia right yeah which hangs down a third the way of her thigh yeah which actually if you think about it like you look look at the length of your thigh that's like a third of the way that's like a long 
So it's right to here. It's like a lot. No, that's not a third. That's a third of my no, thigh. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, it's not more. Yeah, no, like that. Like, here's my half waypoint. So a third's like a little bit in. I'm saying that it's like a significant. It's a, it's a significant. Like a third is like a big portion of a thing. Well, it hangs down. Hangs down, yeah. right? And, you know. And this is hanging it, on her labia. It reminds me of like, you know, putting a bell on a kitten right. or whatever. It's like that. Yeah. It jingle jangles. Yeah. And, and it turns out those brands, we learned, they were three inches long and, a, and about an inch and a half wide. Those are big fucking brands. And, and they half go. Half an inch deep. Yeah, half an inch deep. So. Those go all the way down to the muscle tissue. They go through the skin, they through the subcutaneous tissue, through the fascia, into the muscle tissue. So they're going to scar over. Well, they'll never go away. No, no, Because a lot never of times if you do skin, eventually skin the, can redo itself. Exactly. Well, the skin, This what happens with skin is it regenerates from the edges and it like lifts the scar off the skin. But, but it keeps growing tissue, underneath yeah. it and pushes the layers up and it's going to like eventually yeah. disappear. It's like a sunburn. You get burned really bad in the sun. Yeah. Eventually you don't even know you're sunburned. This is not that. This no, is, this is not. <laughs> yeah, this is a deep, serious burn i'm surprised they didn't burn her a little shallower and then put in like ash or something or tattoo dye or something something right but that's okay that's what they did yeah and this is uh going back with sir stephen to her place and he's he's being like extremely gentle but he does take her and he fucks her ass he doesn't fuck her pussy because she's like recently tagged with the yeah the the piercing I mean, yeah. that's going to be rough for a while. The piercing yeah. is going to take a while to heal. The branding is out of the way for him to fuck her ass. And she says he prefers this. He does this, takes her like a boy. Exactly. Basically means fuck her ass. Yeah. Yeah. And he then is being like the super sort of like romantic guy. He's getting her to buy new dresses. And there's a there's a weird conversation about bathing suits, which doesn't go anywhere. He can't. Well, she because it, she thinks. You know, or he thinks, who knows who it is. I think it's more O, that her linked chain hangs down below, which is weird because we all know women have piercings on their labia anyway, and they still wear swimsuits. If if it shows, they figure out how to... It's a third down to a thigh. I know, but that... So so for me, this isn't a problem. This means you roll it up on itself and stick it inside your cunt, basically. And you now can wear a swimsuit. It works. But that's not what he says. He says you have to bathe but naked. But he says she has to bathe naked, which is right. fine. That yeah. solves the problem. Yeah. And then we learn that he shows up at her apartment. Right. With a golf club A golf bag, bag. Yeah. Full of, like, impact implements. Not full of clubs at all. Not full of golf clubs. But actually, that's kind of a weird image because you can't really put impact elements in a golf bag but let's just say that they did yeah they did so he's got all these implements and he's got like different thickness riding crops and then what he does is he nails them asks her where to put it and he finds a place on the wall right out in the open just across her bed so there well before he does that he asks her which one she would prefer oh yeah i know he does that Yeah, yeah he does that but she doesn't answer because she's sort of like a little freaked out but then he nails them to the wainscoting on the wall and hangs them up. Yeah. And then requires Jacqueline to choose which implement he No, no, no. Jacqueline's with. not here yet. 
what that Jacqueline thing is all about is always thinking, oh my God, Jacqueline's going to be asked to use well, those. I heard it slightly differently. I heard it that he was going to require, because O wouldn't speak, he was going to require Jacqueline to share with him which one she should choose. I don't choose. think so. Okay. I think what he finally did was just choose the dog whip is what he chose. Okay. And I think what she was weirding out about is because she was talking earlier about the way he grabs her muff and that she knows yeah. the same way that she grabs Jacqueline. But when right, they got gra- back, yeah. she already said he, uh, Jacqueline already had another week away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. So he, somehow he grabs her by her short hair. Yeah. And she finds that erotic. Yeah, Somehow. because he's yeah. fingering her at any moment he can. And, right. And she's just equating that to her fingering Jacqueline. Right. So she's both turned on by this experience? Yeah, she feels owned. You definitely hear owned. that. She says yeah. she has a sense of pride. Yeah. And that is often what happens with, you know, tattooing, branding, collaring, these kinds of big moments where right. you are cleaved with your dominant. You can speak to that. Oh, I, I do. Obviously, our claiming was extremely intense yeah. because of the newness for me in the kink dynamic, but just making that, like really at that point, I had to make the choice that this is where I'm going to explore. Whether it lasted or anything, Right. I was telling you I was choosing to be yours. Yes. And to be used by you and to play in this way, right? right? So that was a pretty pivotal thing for me. Yeah. Collaring was super important to me because I have always wanted to be collared since I discovered the kink community. Maybe because the romance of it, but I also was craving a 24-7 TPE, which right. I was in now. And I thought that's a natural progression of a level of importance that you take with each other right. that isn't marriage because I wasn't looking to get married again, but I was like, it represents something profound. But then of course we get collared, right? We go through, we write our ceremony, we do this thing that I thought was important, but I didn't know how profound it was actually going to be until we were in it. Right. And then like the being with and the reading of our vows to one another and just it far surpassed anything I ever felt ceremonial or anything close. Like when I got married, there were things you knew had to happen. You have to be efficient. Right. You have to do this. And so it seemed like the whole time, because I wasn't engaged in the process, that I had to do all these to do's to get to the end point that was married. And I guess that meant something at some point. Right. Right. And I remember after getting married. You know, I had the worst experience ever. My wedding night was just, let's just go to bed kind of thing. Right. And so the whole fantasy of what I thought that might mean was not there from the get-go. And then 30 years later, right. what have you, I'm gone, right? right? That wasn't the case with what we were experiencing, particularly because we were sex forward and this right. was a ceremony based on our dynamic. And it was moving for me. Like my whole beingness was changed after that. Yeah, for me too. And the point you're making, I think, yeah, is that O's having that same experience. She's she's yeah. literally like the pride thing is really yeah. Key. She's literally like experiencing the pride of being owned. I mean, she's still feeling all the pieces of. Quite frankly, I'll just say I think my claiming was way fucking better than hers, but <laughs> her of claiming, right? Yeah, and we can't really call this a coloring because that's not what's happening. But it's a claiming and ownership, right? Yeah, and she's still feeling the effects of that, but yet it's still so heady and euphoric for her. She's like fucking on the clouds right now, thinking she's the shit because right. she is right now. Right, I say and- that right now. Yeah. Because we know Jacqueline's coming back. 
It's true. Yeah, I mean, I think that what was interesting is that if you think about Sir Stephen's way of being, he's suddenly very romantic with yeah, her. Yeah, he's telling her, he's actually yeah. using the words, I love you. Yeah. Which we were shocked when we heard that. We're shocked like, what? By. Right, exactly. What? Yeah. Owned property? Yeah. You know, you love your chair? I guess yeah. you say you love your chair, but do you tell yeah. the chair you love it? I don't know. But he is, which of course feeds right into, oh, being more accessible, being more available, being more... Well, I mean, if you... I mean, they aren't using the word because they didn't... They had it, but but it was a mixed bag connotation, but we own the word now. Basically, it helped her be more slutty. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it is. Right. He's trained her to be a slut for him. For him. And now, that's not a dirty word now, but at the time, they would have never used that word. No. I mean, I think the thing of it is, is that there's a occurring that Sir Stephen had that was more profound than he could have imagined when he pierced her. marked her with a piercing and then and marked the her with branding. the branding. And he was moved by that. Well, because right? the author references that he turned ghastly... Ghastly gray. Gray. Right. So... He was feeling very Like it's all good to talk about. And right. then when you're really in the throes of actually doing it. Big difference, right. Big difference. He was feeling very responsible for her. So for the next, like however long that was, buying her dresses. I think another you know, seven days or 10 days. Yeah, just kind of like loving her, being telling her he loves her. And then bringing her implements that he's going to use on her. That are her implements. That are her implements. And then he asks her, which implement do you want me to use? And she was sweating and So it's interesting because I would have gone, oh, that's great. I get to choose? You know that's how I operate. I'd be like, yes. I know that it's going to happen, right? Right. So why not be able to choose? Well, she was still freaked out by it, right? Well, because she's scared. She is. Yeah. Yeah, she's been pretty fucking tortured, right? So at the end of the section that we read, he's hanging up the different implements, the different floggers, the different riding whips, and so on. He's hanging those up, including a single tail that they describe. Yeah. And the last part of the section we read, O's consideration was Jacqueline. And, and I think Sir Stephen's consideration was, well, then Jacqueline gets to choose what we use if you won't choose. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. Yeah. I think for sure... O is feeling the effects of, because she was talking about, worried about hiding the link chain and the brand and how does she dress with Jacqueline. But now she didn't expect this. Now things are nailed across from the bed. Right. So now that's going to create conversation with Jacqueline. Plus her links, her chains. Well, first of all, if she hides that, right? Let's just say she tries to stuff it in her underwear and hide it or something. She has to explain what's on the wall. But she's Jacqueline's lover. Oh, wait, but okay, but Jacqueline is not reciprocating with her. It is a very one sided thing. Jacqueline yes, is somewhat aloof to O. But my point is, they're lovers. Yes. And Jacqueline's going to see these chains. There's no way well, around Eventually, that. but what I'm going to say is going to happen first. She's going to see all this shit on the wall and go, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. she can't hide that she's branded and everything else. Everything right. else is going to show. Right. And so Stephen's intention is not O, it's to recruit Jacqueline. I think so. Yeah. I think it's always the next one. That's, that's why right. I think there's a whole st- uh, stable of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this is an ongoing production. It's true, yeah. All right, well, that's what we read. It's interesting. I can say this. I'm enjoying this book, even yeah. if I disagree with a parts lot of, of it. it. Right. 
but it's interesting because it creates a really stimulating conversation and um, consideration about these types of things. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, you have a real life experience of it. Yeah. You know, so today, Which is for different example, than any, like, just random vanilla going and grabbing this book for titillation. Right, like, exactly. I'm living this. <laughs> yeah. Well, like today, you got marked. You are calling. Yes. Yeah, high know, protocol day. High protocol day. And so you really relate to aspects of this book in a way that most people who read it just literally have no relationship. I have to say, it is pretty fascinating. Maybe it's on purpose, but it also works with our schedules too. But I think it's fascinating we get to read this after High Protocol Days because right. that's basically what we do. We have a High Protocol Day, which is our marking scene day. Yeah. Everything builds up to that. Right. <laughs> so we're kind of on foreplay the whole day. Well, for a week, really. Yeah, well, yeah. Right, because you, everything's leading to that. Right? right and then we scene and the scene goes wherever it goes right and then we get done and then the first thing we do is okay we're gonna have a cocktail debrief there's right. not a lot of debrief we're just usually in ecstasy about oh that was so awesome no if, unless we do something new we don't need to debrief no and unless there was a problem or right? a problem yeah right. there's no right. and there isn't so then right. we read the story of o. right and it's fascinating because i'm still heady i'm still yeah me too <laughs> transferring between subspace and you're transferring between dom space we're right. trying to come back to a state of homeostasis right and we're then reading this book right. with the context of what we just did like right. what is lifestyle 24 7 tv and i think that is telling i really wanted to share that i thought about this a while ago like yeah. we need to share with people the context we're in when we are actually discussing it because we really have an opinion about it at well, that we, point. We have an occurring of our own experience yes. at, in a dynamic. Yes. And we're referencing our dynamic against the writing of this book from 1950. And in real time, in we real just time, right. had a real scene. Yeah. So it's, so it's very hot. It's, I think, yeah. uh, you know, if anyone gets a chance to do this, this is super hot to do because yeah. you really have a different frame of mind right after high protocol. I totally agree. Totally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I'm enjoying this book for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that I'm enjoying this book is that there's so many parallels to our dynamic in the book. Yeah. But not actually paralleling our dynamic because it's no. a different kind of experience. Yeah. And the book's written from a place of... Well, it's fantasy. It's fantasy, right? It's like she's somebody... She's making she, shit up. She's writing... Yeah, she's writing to her Really? She, she's making shit up that yeah. she doesn't even know. She's thinking of she's something a, extraordinary. But she's got a great imagination. No, she has... No, fantastic. Yeah. And she has some knowingness of sexuality and, and people. Right. And the way men operate in the sexual world. So right. she's got that. But it's really just made up. Yeah. I'm not saying there aren't places like this, but right. I'm just saying she's made this up. Right. But she doesn't have a lot of context. So she'll have some really great moments right. where she describes and I think it's really great. Her imagination is yeah. really good. And then there's moments where she's totally missing it. Yeah. Like missing it because well, she doesn't know. She's yeah, but never she's been also there. she's also writing seventy years ago. Oh, I know. And yeah. I give her huge props. However, right. I can't give her total props. Right. Because Gordon Yes. Was written during the Five war. Five years before that. Five years before that. Right. And Gordon, one of our books we've read in our book club. A real experience. Is actually, you can tell in the writing, based on us living a dynamic, it is a real excerpt of this woman's life as a submissive yeah. to Gordon. And I think anyone that's out there should read that book. Right. I totally agree. The story of O as a story so far, and we're only in chapter three. There's another chapter. Oh, good. 
right? I'm excited. The story of us so far is touching on some really interesting conversations around submission, ownership, sexual slavery, consent. consent. Lots of really interesting things. And then there's a lot of impact and what have you, right? Mm-hmm. Branding. Like these are like high order sorts of things. Right? It is good in that respect. Yeah. Because it does but the flip side touch is, on stuff. The flip side is it also misses the boat in a lot of ways because it's kind of a fantasy. It's not actually a reality. Well, it'll be, and I can't bring myself to this. Maybe in the way future we'll do this. I don't know. Probably yeah. not. But it's the same thing as if we were going to treat Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. I mean, it's a bastardization of what is reality. I'm going to make a declaration now. What? We're never going to critique I, that. I just don't yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't think, I can't, I don't know if I could stomach it quite yeah. honestly, but I want to put it out there not to disparage that book because I get a lot of vanillas are like, oh, it's so great. It actually also gave people a lot of access to kink that they've never had before. Kink and also considerations in their own sexuality. So I right. think there are some things by it, right. but I don't know if I could stomach it. Yeah. But the reason O is attractive, even if it ends up failing at the ending, because everyone tells us it's going to fail at right. the end. Well, um, what they said is it has an ending that's very unpalatable. Okay. So, so we'll find out. So maybe it does. Yeah, and I've we'll read books out. like that. But yeah. what I am able to discern right now because of the way we're reading it versus, yeah. I think someone who's just reading it themselves are kind of in a vacuum. So they're right. taking it and going and they're in their own mind. We're actually having a conversation about it as we go. Right. I think we could have a probably a similar reaction to... to other readers or not. However, I think because we're discerning parts of the book, I would say to this point, without getting to the end yet, that it's been valuable to read together because it is interesting to look at how someone who's not in kink views what they think kink is. I think so And yeah. I'll give her huge props. The author. She's the author. She's yeah. fucking close. She's close. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm interested to see where this goes. Me too. Because we're in a new phase now. She's now branded. Owned. Well, she's officially owned now. She's been owned all along, but now she's actually. But there's a big difference between mental ownership, depending on the discipline of the of the submissive or slave, and now physical ownership. This is actual physical ownership. Yeah, branded and chained to her pussy. And and I feel that when we put on my anklet, which. I think it came off with what? your directive one time in the last four years. Because you had surgery. Because I had surgery right. and they can't have metal in your body. Right. But then it was put right back on. I think right. I was, I woke up with it on or right. something. You, you put it back on. But the reality is there's something very significant about that. Right. That, I know we dismiss this sometimes because we, we look at my, it. we look at the hard color a lot. Well, as the hard color is very visual, um, visual right? And the hard color, to be honest, to wear it all the time would be an ideal in society. That's what right. I want. Because it's no different than someone wearing a wedding ring or something right. or a promise ring or a pin. Right. However, the society is not quite ready for this yet. Nope. But with my <laughs> anklet, it's actually part of my body. Like, I don't even think of it as something separate. It is part of me. Well, you wear three colors. You wear your chain around your neck. Yep. With your pearl, which is which a capture is pearl. Always on and never comes off because it's, say, day color, always color. Day color. You wear your anklet, which was the original color. Yes. And you wear your hard color, which is a weekend experience. Mm-hmm. Well, it may be a more regular experience one day. Mm-hmm. We hope I, it is. I think it will be. We hope it I is. really we think it, it will be because it's part of me. But it's a weekend experience now. And 
And it also separates us between the two areas we're exploring, the dominant submissive side right. in the sense of me moving into that space. But the reality is this, no matter if I'm a switch, I'm always your submissive slut. Right. And I'm that that's what I've agreed to. It's not like I have stopped agreeing to no. that. That's all that I'm in. Right. We're just exploring other parts of our sexuality within the context of that. Right. And it's beautiful. It's, I love it. I'm privileged to be able to have this kind of experience with you. I mean, seriously, yes, we're in the kink world and we're talking about what we're up to and the privilege of being able to switch slashes. Right. But even in the vanilla world, for someone to say, I really want to do this and then get a no from their lover and no one's willing to explore with them. Now they're stuck. If that's a real hitch point from now, they're stuck. Right. For us, what's interesting about kink is kinksters tend to identify on a general basis at the very least, I think our coaching helps people identify more minutely like what they are. But I think on a general basis, people that choose kink in order to play properly with the right groups, they have to define who they are, right? At least at some level. At some level, right? Right. Which is much more than a vanilla does. So what I'm saying is, is if you like ass play, you definitely can find that in the kink community. That's going to happen. And so that's not how you can't go to a vanilla date and say, oh, you like it up the ass or, you know, well, you could, but you could go home alone or you might go home with someone. But is it going to be anything that you're trying to create an ongoing role play with? I mean, the one night stands, let's be honest, people do them. It's there because people need a fix. Everyone's a human. But sustainability on that, I don't know anyone that has sustained that itself it just doesn't happen no people want community they want to belong to something the kink community has opened up a world for us it, it's amazing yeah it's great it's a bit, can you imagine if this author went to a munch can you <laughs> even imagine <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for today if you're interested in kinky relationship coaching online domination or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going please visit our patreon website at lady petra playground You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers.